Shalom to all. Today's office, Miguel Dafchov Gimel. We are starting the top line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basim Yaakov Moshe, Her Nisham Shadavanolio, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freda Chaya Bela, Basim Yitzchok Tzvi, Her Nisham Shadavanolio. And the Mishnah said, Beyond the Chamisha and Yantif, we have five Elias, Beyond the Kapurim, Shisha and Yom Kippur, we have six Elias, and on Shabbos, we have seven Elias. The Gemara asked, Must see some money. Who's our Mishnah? Like Loyla, Rabbi Shmuel, Valoy, Rabbi Kiva, it's not Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva. The Tanya, you have a Brasa, Beyond the Chamisha, Beyond the Kapurim, Shisha, Beshabbos, Shiva, and Yantif, we have five, and Yom Kippur, we have six, and on Shabbos, we have seven. In Pachsim Mehen, Vein Mosif and Alain, you're not allowed to have less than that or more than that. The Rabbi Shmuel, that's Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. Rabbi Kiva, he says, Beyond Chamisha, Beyond Kippur, Shiva, Beshabbos, Shisha, and Yantif, we have five, and Yom Kippur, we have seven, and on Shabbos, we have six, and Pachsim Mehen, we're not allowed to have less than that. Avol Mosif and Alain, but we could add on to that. So money, who's our Mishnah like? E Rabbi Shmuel, if you want to say it's Rabbi Shmuel, Kashi Tesevus, we have a problem with adding on. Our Mishnah says that you are allowed to add on to those Elias, Rabbi Shmuel says you're not allowed to. And Rabbi Kiva, if you want to say it's Rabbi Kiva, Kashi Shisha, Veshiva, we have a problem six and seven. Our Mishnah says Yom Kippur is six and Shabbos is seven. Or Rabbi Kiva says that Yom Kippur is seven and Shabbos is six. So Amarava Yezra's Tana the Beirish Shmuel is actually a Brisa that was taught in the Beis of Rabbi Shmuel. The Tana Beirish Shmuel we have a Brisa that was taught in the Beis of Rabbi Shmuel. Beyontef Chamisha and Yontef we have five Yom Kippur and Shisha and Yom Kippur six. Veshabbos Shiva and Shabbos seven. Ain Parchim Nehen no doom less than that. Avol Meisif and Alim you are allowed to add on the Rabbi Shmuel that's Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. So here we have it. Our mission is just like this Brisa. The Gemara asks Kashi Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel. Now we have a steer Rabbi Shmuel on himself. The Gemara answers Trey Tanoi leave Rabbi Shmuel. It's two Tanoi arguing what Rabbi Shmuel says. And now we ask Man Tanol Hatatanya who's the Tanoi of the following Brisa Beyontef Machrin Lavi Umayrin Lotzes. And Yontef, we're going to come to show a little bit later, meaning we're going to start show a little bit later because it takes time to prepare the Yontef Suda, Umayrin Lotzes. And when we leave show, we're going to do so early, meaning we're going to finish davening a little bit earlier. That's because we want to have time to enjoy the Yontef Suda. That's a mitzvah. We come to show very early. That's because there's no Suda to prepare, Umayrin Lotzes. And we leave later. And with Shabbos, Umayrin Lotzes and Shabbos, we're going to come early. That's because we prepared the Shabbos Suda before Shabbos anyway. And Umayrin Lotzes, we're going to hurry to leave. That's because we want to have time to enjoy Shabbos. Lema Rabbi Kiva, let's say this Brasa Rabbi Kiva, the Isla Gavri Yusir, because he holds that on Yom Kippur, we have an extra person reading. He holds that Yom Kippur, there's seven people being called up to the Torah, and therefore on Yom Kippur, we're going to leave show later. So it seems to be that this Brasa is Rabbi Kiva. The Gemara says, I feel to Rabbi Shmuel, it can actually be Rabbi Shmuel. Since the entire order of the day is very long, since davening on Yom Kippur anyway is very long, there's a lot what to say. So even though we're going to have only six Elias on Yom Kippur and not seven, still we're going to leave show later. So it's very possible this Brasa is Rabbi Shmuel. And now the Gemara says, Hani Shlesha me. These three Elias that we read during the week, and five Elias that we read on Yontif, and seven Elias that we read on Shabbos, who are they corresponding to? So, Pliki Rav Yitzchak Bar Nachmeni, Bechad Deimei, Rav Yitzchak Bar Nachmeni, and one that was with him argue, and Umanu, who's that one that was with him? Rabbi Shimon Pazi. Va'amilon, some say Rav Shimon Pazi, Bechad Deimei, it's Rav Shimon Pazi that argues with one that was with him, and Umanu, who's that one that was with him? Rav Yitzchak Bar Nachmeni, and Va'amilon, some say it's Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni that was with him. So, Chadam or one of them says Keneged Berchus Kayanim. It corresponds to the Pesukim Berchus Kayanim. The first Pesukim Berchus Kayanim has three words. The second Pesukim has five words, and the third Pesukim has seven words. Vachadam, or one of them says, Keneged Shlesha Shemri Hasaf, the three Elias that we read during the week in Amin Chan Shabbos are Keneged the three Shemri Hasaf. Literally, this means the guards of the threshold. These were people that had the keys to the Beis Hamikdash, and they took care of a number of things in the Beis Hamikdash. The five Elias correspond to Chamisha Meroi Pnei Amelch, five of the Roi Pnei Amelch, and Shiva Roi Pnei Amelch. The seven Elias correspond to seven Roi Pnei Amelch. Rashi says that these are the advisors that spend time with the king, as we see in Megillus Esther. So we see that this is covered for a king to have advisors around him. So too, we have this amount of Elias for Kavanah Torah. And Tanar Yosef, he taught the same thing. Shlosh Chamisha Veshiva. What do they correspond to? Shlosha is Kenegah the Shem Rasaf. Chamisha is Kenegah Mei Roi Pnei Amelch. Some of those that were the advisors of the king. And Shiva is Roi Pnei Amelch. He had seven advisors. Now Amalei Abai, Abai asked Rav Yosef, Adno Idna, my time Amalei Parshal and Mar. Why didn't you explain this until now? Amalei Rav Yosef told him, Loi Haviyodana Ditzurchisulei. I didn't know that you needed it. Umibi Isumi Noi Milsavloi Amilichu. Did you ever ask me for something and I didn't tell you? If I knew that you needed this pshat, I would have told you earlier. I just didn't know. Now Amalei Yaakov Minah, Rav Yehuda. Yaakov Minah told Rav Yehuda. Now Yaakov Minah over here does not mean that he was a min in Apikaris because 
if so, we would not mention his name Yaakov. That's what Taisa says. So either we take out the word Mina, or it could be that he was actually from a place called Mina. It's very possible that we switch the word Mina for something else. Either which way, this person told Rabbi Yehuda, Hani Shishad Yom Kippur Keneged Me. What do these six Elias of Yom Kippur correspond to? So Amalei Rabbi Yehuda told him, Keneged Shishad Shamdu Mina Shel Ezra Veshishim Ismaila. It corresponds to the six that stood on the right of Ezra and six that stood to his left. Shenemar says in the pasuk, Vayamayd Ezra Hasayfer Al Megdal Etz Asher Asul Davar, and Ezra Sayfer stood on the wooden pillar that they made particularly for that reason. Vayamayd Etz Lei Matis Yav Hashem Va Anoyev Uriyav Chilkiyom Masayal Yeminoi, and these six stood to his right. Umesmaila to his left was Pedayu Mishol Umalkiyav Chashem Vechash Badon of Zacharim Misholim. So here we have six to his right and six to his left. As the Gemara Hani Shiva Havu, that's actually seven people to his left, not six people. If you count the names, it's seven. The Gemara answers Hainu Zacharia Hain Misholim Zacharia and Misholim are the same person. Vamaykar Misholim. So why is he called Misholim? The Mishlim Beovde because he was perfect in his Avoda. He was complete in his Avoda. And Tanar Bon, we have a Brasa Kol Olamin and Shiva. Anyone could be counted for these seven people that are called up to the Torah. Vafilu Katan, Vafilu Isha, even a Katan or even a woman. Aval Amar Chacham. However, the Chacham said Isha Loisaka Patira. A woman should not be called up as one of the Olim and Bnei Kavat Sibur because of Kavat Sibur. If there's men there, then a woman shouldn't be called up. And now the Gemara says, who they asked the following question, Maftir Maushial Laminian Shiva. What about the person that reads Maftir? Does that count as part of the seven Olim? Now it's going to be clear later on that in those days, Maftir actually read a new part of the Torah and didn't just repeat what was previously read. So the question is, is that person reading Maftir considered part of one of the seven Olim or is it considered a different one and not part of the seven Olim? So Rav Huna, Rav Yom, Rav Abba, they argue about this. Chad Amr, one of them says, Ayla, it's counted. Chad Amr, in Ayla, one of them says he's not counted. Now, Amanda Amr, Ayla, the one that says he's counted as part of the seven, that's because the Hakari, at the end of the day, he's reading the Torah. And Amanda Amr, in Ayla, the one that says that he's not counted as part of the seven Aliyahs, that's Kidula, just like Ula. To Amr, Ula, he says, Why is it the person that's going to be Mafter Benavi? He's going to end up reading the Navi, he's going to end up reading the Aftara. He has to also first read Tyra. That's Mene Kavadat Tyra, because of Kavadat Tyra. It can't be that we're going to read Navi without reading Tyra. That's going to show that Navi is as important as Tyra. That's why you have to first read Tyra, and only then you could read Navi. Now, and since it's because of Kavadat Tyra, it's not counted as part of the seven Oilim, because that's not really being read for the seven Elias. It's just being read to show that the Tyra is more important than Navi, but it's not really part of the regular Tyra reading. The Gemara asks Mesfe, we have a question on that. The one that reads the Haftara, he's now to read less than 21 Psukim Navi. That's corresponding to the seven people that read Haftara. Seven times three is 21. And Vim Isa, if you're going to tell me that the person that read Maftir is not counted as part of the seven Kruim, so so we should have to have 24 Psukim because it turns out that actually eight people read Tyra, so we should do eight times three, which is 24. So we answer no. Since the only reason why Maftir is reading from the Tyra is because of Kavada Tyra, so Chav Gimelon Beis on top, we also don't need to have three psukim corresponding to that aliyah in the haftarah, and we only need 21, we don't need 24. But I would just ask on how many psukim haftarah actually needs to be. Maskev Rava, he asks, what about that haftarah, which is haftarah parashat tzav, that's not 21 psukim, the karina, and we read it, even though it's less than 21 psukim, so we answer, Shani Hasim, that case is different, because the topic that we're reading actually concludes before 21 psukim, so therefore we could read it, even though it's not 21 psukim long. Does that mean that if the topic did not conclude by 20 psukim, we actually have to read more than that. Many times I was in front of Rabbi Yechanan, and when we read 10 psukim, he would tell us, you should stop. So we see over here that you'd not have to read 20 psukim, even though the topic is actually longer than that. So we answer, if there's a Torgamon, a translator, a person translating the psukim of Navi, so that's different. He teaches, that's only when there's no Torgamon. So if the topic is longer than 20 psukim, so you have to read the entire topic. However, if there's a Turgamon, a translator, Pisik, then you could stop even before 20 Yom Sukkim. That's because every time you read the Pasuk and then we have a person translating it, it's going to take so long.
long, we're not going to be matriach everyone to sit through such a long haftarah. And the Mishnah says, in personal Shema, we're not allowed to divide Shema, which means if 10 people already daven separately without a minion, but are now in Shul together, they may be Pyrus al Shema. One of them says, Kaddish, Baruch and the Brach of Yotzah Ma'iris, Ve'in Oivon Lefnei person's not allowed to daven for the Ahmed, Ve'in Oisin Eskapayin, and Kaihanim, they do not do Nisi Eskapayin, Berchus Kaihanim, Ve'in Karin Batara, we don't read Tara, Ve'in Maftarim Benavi, no doing Haftara Navi, Ve'in Oisin Mamadu Mashev, no doing Mamadu Mashev, which means standing and sitting during a Leviah, the Minig was to stop the procession, everyone would sit, Hespay them were delivered, then it would continue on, and they would do this seven times. Ve'in Oimer Birchus Avelim, we don't do Birchus Avelim, which we're going to see what that is in the Gemara, and Ve'tanchumi Avelim, we also don't do Tanchumi Avelim, which is after the Leviah, the Avelim would stand in a row, and everyone would line up in rows and pass by them and do Nicham Avelim. Oberch Chasanim, we do not say Berchus Chasanim, which is Shevra Brachas by Chasano. Vein Mazamna Beshem, we do not do a Zimun with Hashem's name. Pachas Masara, less than 10 people. All these things we just mentioned in the Mishnah have to be done with at least 10 people. And Uvekarkais, when we're dealing with evaluating a property that someone was Maktish, and now we want to redeem it from Hektish, that has to be done with Tish of Akayin, Nan Yisraelim and Akayin, and Vadam Kayetz Behen, a person is just like them. We're going to see what that means in the Gemara. And now the Gemara has Menani Mili. How do we know that the first things mentioned in the Mishnah need 10 people? Amrav Chibra Abba, Amrav Yechen, he says, Amrav the Pasuk tells us, and I shall be sanctified among the Bnei Israel. Called Davar Kedusha, La Yeh Pachas Masar. Anything that's a Davar Kedusha, it's something of holiness. So it needs to have ten people at least. And the first things that we mentioned in the Mishnah, being Parasal Shema and davening for the Amud and the Kehanim doing Berachos Kehanim and reading from Tyra and so on and so forth, those are all things that are considered Davar Shev Kedusha. And therefore, we need to have ten people. The Gemara asks, My Mashma, how is that inferred from the Pasuk? All the Pasuk says is Mikdashi B'Seich Bnei Israel, and it doesn't say anything about ten. So the Gemara answers the Tani Rav Chia. He taught as follows: Asya Teich Teich, we have Exer Shava Teich Teich. Ksev Hachet says over here when Mikdashi B'Seich Bnei Israel. And Uksif Hasam, it says over there, regarding Kairach, he badlu mi taicha eda, separate yourselves from this eda. So we have this word taich over there by Kairach. And Vaasya eda eda, we also have Xer Shava eda eda. It says eda by Kairach, and also the Ksif Hasam, it says over there by the Miraglim, ad masai lo eda hara hazais. So mala halan asara, just like over there, when we're talking about the Miraglim, that was 10 Miraglim. So we see that 10 Miraglim is called a eda, afkan asara, so too over here, we have 10. If the 10 Miraglim is called a eda, it also says the word eda by Kairach, so we see that Kairach is an eda, but it also says the word by Kairach, and it says Mikdashti b'Seich b'nei Yisrael. So that means that any time we have a davar shav gedusha, we have to have at least ten. We said v'ein oisin mamenu moshe pachas masara. This mamenu moshe by Leviyah should not be done with less than ten. Why is that? Kim debayi lemeimer. Since the person has to announce imdu yikar ma'maydu, stand beloved one stand. Shavu yikarm shavu, sit beloved one sit. So batzer masara lava erich ara. Less than ten people, it's not proper to do it if there's not ten people there. V'ein oisin berchas avelim berchas asanim. We don't say berchas avelim or berchas asanim. So now we ask my berchas avelim. What exactly is berchas avelim? Berchas rechava. That's the bracha of the street. He says, has to be with ten people. The Avelim are not counted as part of that minion. So these brachas were recited at the first meal eaten after the kvura. It's called Rechava Street because they used to eat this first meal in the street. So one bracha was recited for those being Menachem Avel, and the person saying that bracha would say, And one bracha was recited for the Avelim themselves, and that's why the Avelim were not counted as part of the ten because the bracha was recited to them so therefore they can't be part of that ten people. However, the chasanim could be part of the sheva brachas therefore if you have only nine people in the chasan we could still do sheva brachas. And the Mishnah said we're not allowed to do a zimun with Hashem's name if there's less than ten people. Why is that? Since we have to say we have to say Hashem's name it's not proper if there's less than ten people. And the Mishnah said that when we're trying to redeem property that was hectic so we have to have a kain there and nine regular people. Now the Gemara asks Menani Mili, how do we know that? How do we know that we have to have one kain and nine regular people? So Amr Shmuley answers, Asar Kayan Mksum Parsha. In the Parsha in the Torah that's dealing with consecrated property, it says the word kain ten times. Chadagufei, one word kain is teaching us that we actually
actually need to have a kayan there. The idach and the other nine times are have a miyat achar miyot. That's a miyat achar miyot, meaning we have one exclusionary phrase after another exclusionary phrase. The word kayan is an exclusionary phrase. That's a miyot. That's telling us that we're only allowed to use a kayan. And then we have the word kayan again, which is another miyot. And ve'en miyat achar miyot, el rabbis. Whenever we have a miyat achar miyot, that's actually coming to include something that's coming to tell us that we have tish Yisraelim, v'chad kayan, that we're actually allowed to use nine Yisraelim in one kayan. The first time we have the word kayan, that's an exclusionary phrase that tells us only a kayan, but the next ones are actually telling us that it's a reboy. We're including people that are not kayanim. The Gemara asks, ve'ema chamisha kayanim, chamisha Yisraelim. Maybe we should actually have five kayanim and five Yisraelim. The Gemara says, kasha. You're right, that's a good kasha. Now, why is it that we should have five kayanim and five Yisraelim? That's because the second time it says the word kayan, that's actually meant the rabbis to include. So then it must be that the third time it says the word kayan, it can't be a reboy. It must be that that's a miyot, making the fourth time a reboy, and then the fifth time is a miyot, so on and so forth. So it turns out that for such an appraisal, we should need five kayanim and five non kayanim. Why don't we say that? Why is it that we say that we're allowed to have nine non kayanim? So that's why the Gemara concluded by saying, Kasha, you're right, that's a good question. We do not have a raya from the Pasuk that we're allowed to have one kayan and nine Yisraelim. And our that said, when we're evaluating a person, we have one kayan and nine regular people. The Gemara asks, Adam be Kaddish, could a person become Kaddish? What does that mean? A person can't be holy that we have to evaluate this person to take his Kedusha off of him. So Amr he says, no, but Amr Dami Allah, that's when a person says, my value is upon me, meaning I vow, I promise, and I will donate my value to the base of Mikdash. So he is not Kaddish, but he still has a certain amount that he has to donate to the base of Mikdash. Tatan, you have a Brysa. Amr Dami Allah, if a person says that my value, my monetary worth is upon me, Shaman Isai we evaluate him like he's a slave. And Ve'evet, Iskish Karkayas, a slave is actually compared to Karka, and that's why when we evaluate this person, we evaluate him the same way that we evaluate Karka. The Chsibit says in the Pasuk about slaves, you shall inherit them over to your kids as a complete possession. And this is talking about slaves, and this is the same terminology used by Karkayas also. So we see that slaves and Karkayas have the same terminology. They're very similar. So we see that Avadim and Karkayas are compared, and therefore, when a person has to donate his value to the base of Mikdash, we evaluate him the same way that we evaluate a piece of property. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.